Welcome everybody, welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. We have episode 5 of the Cinemania World News and Reviews Show. So, we have a lot to we have a lot to um pack in today. We have a lot of news, a lot of breaking news, and just a lot of stuff to get into. I am joined by the one and only Alex Madden. Alex, how are you? Good, how's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. How's your day today? Pretty good? Uh, yeah, so far so good. That's good. Alright, so um we'll get we'll dive right into it. We um Alex and I, you know, still we're still a little a little petty after last night's um, you know, at the last night's events. <laughs> yeah. Um we'll talk about it. I know I mentioned earlier, I was like, you know, I don't think we should like really, really dive into it that much, but we'll talk about it real quick. So last night if you guys heard the uh, Jurassic World uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom review, you would have heard how much how much of a horrible like experience it was not not all because of the movie was be- you know most of it was because of how like how much stuff we was going through that day you know and that like the the screening was all over the place and we mentioned it yesterday on our review so check that out but oh my lord like Alex and I had to sit in the front of the theater, all the way in the front, and we were joined by special guest commentators. Alex, you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, I'll talk about it. Um, yeah, please, when you go to the movie theater, do not fucking talk. Um, when when there's talking in the movie theater, it is not your living room. There are two couples in back of us and some stupid teenage girls in back of us um, that felt like they wanted to add feature-length audio commentary. Do you want to add feature-length audio commentary to a movie while you're in the theater while others are trying to enjoy it? I would have bought the Blu-ray, okay? Exactly. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, and... Yeah, and uh, I was going to say... And, uh, yeah, to all the people just... every It wasn't just them, though. It was just... It was everybody. Like, everybody was just laughing at the parts that weren't funny. Dude, when we... When, uh, when um... My boss's son and his mother got two seats and they said that there were two in back of them remember we went up and then there was that kid that was sitting there were press seats like but there was nobody sitting there it was two minutes right, before the, right, the movie right. started remember there was that kid who was like was like you guys can't sit here that's for press no was like, it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a kid it was a grown man that's the problem you know yeah we're minding you know we go into the theater and we're like we we were literally the third the third group up upstairs, so it shouldn't have been a problem to get seats. What I think happened was was that security was so unorganized that people was yeah. probably just running up into the theater, you know, and that's not fair because we got there. Alex and I got there early, and we got there and waited outside in the heat and waited, you know, for our seats. So the fact that I go in and there we go in, there's no seats, and then we see these two pre open press seats that clearly the press do not want we go up we go up and get those seats and sit down and then some fucker literally out loud said hey there's there's some press coming in now i'm like dude first of all no there isn't second of all do i fucking know you mind your business you know what i mean are you sitting down in your seat okay good so sit down in your seat enjoy the movie and shut the fuck up all right you know it was was crazy there was no way he was a press guy either, and he was sitting in the press section. Right, he was like, literally, uh, we get paid for these. I'm like, bro, okay, so are you in your seat? You know what I mean? And he's and he's just sitting there. We we paid for these seats. So Alex, yeah. you know, the good citizens that Alex and I, Alex and I are, we just said, you know, Alex, let's just let's just fucking take the hit and let's just fucking do it. Let's just go sit up there, you know, so this yeah. so this fucking guy won't have a heart attack because we're taking seats that are that, that have nothing to do with him. So we go. <laughs> He just kept staring at us, too. Yeah, too. And then, and, and then, when, and then when I sat down, the guys next to me kind of gave me a weird look, too. Right. And so so, so we, Alex and I just take the hit, and we go to the front row of the theater. And like I said, yes, like I said yesterday, our necks were just like, our necks were just like, cr- like, you know, it was just, it was crazy how much I had to like, you know, turn my neck just to watch the screen. And... To go up there and to be, you know, to, to, what I hate is casual moviegoers that clearly don't yeah. give a fuck about the movie that they're watching and they're just yeah. speaking 
throughout the entire movie. So the movie starts, and this couple behind us are sitting, and they and you're talking, they're talking, and I'm like, okay, maybe this is just like you know the before the movie conversations, but no, the entire movie they just talk and talk and talk and talk. All two hours and eight minutes. And his and his and the and the boyfriend, he would just laugh like. His laugh was so obnoxious that I felt the ringing oh, yeah. in my ear because it was literally right behind me. He'd be like, ha, 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 I'm like, guy, this can't be happening. And then, to top it all off, we had a group. Literally, it was like a group of high schoolers, female high schoolers, who were literally, they must have had a seminar in that fucking theater because they were just talking and talking and the you know forget about whispering they were like you know girl so did you watch the blah 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 blah, or did you see how today in class blah 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 or do you see how this movie is like kind of scary but it's kind of cool but it's kind of scary and do you see how like i was just like yo you have got to be kidding and are they really saying it was scary i don't know what they were saying all i know is that they were saying bullshit and then like And then, uh, and then, like, what pisses me off about that is the fact I'm not even mad at these girls. I'm not even mad at the guys behind us. I'm mad at the fact that that security is sitting on the side, watching all doing this nothing. shit go and doing nothing. And you have the nerve to start the screening, like, "Hey guys, you know we're cracking down. So if we see your phones and you make some noise, we're gonna ask you to leave." I'm like, "Yeah, good shit. Yeah, get these get these assholes out of here." And yeah. I heard four conversations that I didn't need to hear. I know all these people. I know all these people who are talking. I know. I know their backstories, and I know who they are, and I know who they're from. And I didn't need to. And I tried to watch this film, and it's just it was one of the worst movie-going experiences I've ever had in, in a long time. And I it, feel like. Go ahead. I feel like over the course of two hours, we got to know these people a lot. Right, and it was just one I of think the. They're like our best friends now. It was just one of the worst movie-going experiences I've ever had, and I have I I was supposed to go to a movie screening tomorrow for searching for shirt this movie called Searching looks pretty good, but my ass is not even going because I'm so traumatized by the screening that I just left from Jurassic World, and that's just you know. For blockbusters, you know, I am I I don't mind paying my nineteen bucks, eighteen bucks for a ticket. You know, if that means that I'm gonna get my ticket, go upstairs, get my seat, relax. Alex, poor Alex, guys, let me tell you a little story about Alex. Alex is he, when you when you hear when you hear the story of a classic moviegoer, Alex is a classic moviegoer, and Alex, you know, during every movie that we see, no matter what it is, no matter if he's full or sick. Alex is having his popcorn. You know what Alex couldn't get yesterday? His fucking popcorn. And I felt My bad. Goddamn popcorn. I, I felt bad because I'm like this guy. It's like a tra- it's like a tradition of Alex. Yeah. You know, it's it's a, it's like a tradition for Alex to get his popcorn, sit down, don't eat, don't touch it until the movie starts. And I noticed yeah. that. I don't say shit because I'm like, you know, Alex. Yeah, that's awesome. We all have our traditions and whatever. Popcorn yeah. is a little too much for me. It's too expensive, and I and my stomach be hurting. But. On you know that's that ain't the point, but it's just the fact that it was so unorganized to the point where you couldn't even go use the bathroom because they had us in the theater at like six fifty five, which is five minutes before the movie started, and it was just like it was such a hot mess. And by the time I got home, I was just so infuriated at the fact that I just waited all that time, dealt with all that bullshit for a subpar movie. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like that's why. Yesterday was not the greatest of all days as far as that. If you think I'm overreacting, screw you. <laughs> but that's just it, that that's what, what it was. We're we're really not. And can I sue AMC for not allowing me to get my popcorn? Yeah, I actually felt that's bad. Like, I was like, damn, yeah, I just like, can't get his popcorn. <laughs> it's like when you go to Fenway Park and you can't get a Fenway Frank. Yeah, it was just it was just not fun and and that's why yesterday the first thing I said was like, you know, only thing that will make me happy right now is a good film, and you. And if you guys heard our review for for Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, we I didn't think it was great. So, yeah, we'll so we'll end it on that note. Just we wanted we wanted to just talk about you know more that that happened, you know from yesterday. But we'll we'll actually get into the actual show, and let's get into some big news today. The first big major news was that.
the Disney slash Fox deal has finally been closed. So Disney was initially going to buy out Fox, you know, Fox's um, assets and movie assets and television assets, you know, and fans were going crazy because that, oh, wow, that means that we can possibly get X-Men and Fantastic Four and all those characters into the MCU. And I'm like, yeah, cool. And then Comcast, you know, uh, weaseled its way in and they made Fox a deal for their assets. But then, uh, to, uh, um, like a couple days ago, Disney made an even higher bid for the um, Fox deal and Fox took it. And it's closed. And it's official that Disney will be buying Fox for $71.3 billion in cash and stock. Goddamn. That's a lot. That goddamn. God so I guess it's it's gonna take longer, long for this to like finalize and all that stuff. But yeah, this means we could we could be getting uh, X Men and Fantastic Four into the MCU. So what are your thoughts on all that? So they're not they're not taking any more bids then, right? So what you said that that's it. They're not like they're not taking any more bids from like any other potential like buyers. Like no, that's now it. That Dis- no, that's now it, that yeah. Disney did the seventy-one point three. That's it. Yeah, seventy-one point so, uh, three. <laughs> so no, there hasn't been any contract signings. Like no, no eyes are dotted, no T's are crossed, and not yet, right? I mean, it's just agreed upon. Not yet. It's just, it's just like more like a handshake, a handshake. Like okay, you know, okay. but you know, right. because Disney's Disney's offer went from like thirty million to seventy-one. So I'm sure Fox yeah. is like yes, and let's let's just go. Shake hands and let's be about our day. Let's sign the papers and let's get this going. But yeah, so it's a big, it's it's you know, it's trending worldwide about this deal, and it's a big, it's a big, it's a big deal because not only do does Disney, Disney is pretty much taking like half the movie, you know, you know, movie business and television business. Not only do they get these like extra Marvel characters or like you know or movies or franchises, they also get Deadpool. They also get movies like Avatar, so it's just it's incredible. It's an it's really incredible. And what's interesting about that is that Avatar, like, what's interesting about that is that Av- James Cameron has like this like, just like you know this this vendetta against against like you know Disney and Marvel for superhero films. But how does it feel that your fi- your franchise just got bought by the people that you hate? <laughs> I ser- I seriously hope. Disney tells him to just shut up, and he stops making Avatar movies. Right, and it's just well, I think I think they just did. They just they just filmed uh, two and three. So yeah, he wants to make like three more after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we won't even get into James Cameron because James Cameron is just a hot mess right now. But, he's a little, he's a little bastard. Yeah, but yeah, that's the big. That's one of the big news that that we got from today. So I mean, part of me is excited. Part of me, I'm just like, what are they gonna do with Deadpool? And the other part of me is like, what are they gonna do with all these other franchises? And I don't. It's just yeah. I don't. I'm like, I would say I'm I'm like 60, 60, 40. Like sixty of me is like excited to see some of the more characters and some you know movies in the MCU. But then I'm like, okay, put the MCU aside. And Disney is literally ch- chomping away on all this, all this like content, and it's becoming like. And the I don't want to see the movie business become Disney. You know. Yeah, I, I I don't yeah. want to see it because become just like hey Disney and if and it's just like a lot of jobs are at stake at this deal so I don't I don't know I guess we'll see how things progress you know throughout mm-hmm. the amount of months so yeah I guess we'll see. I hate to tell you it probably will be Disney though they're gonna I mean they're they're the biggest media conglomerate right now I think they're gonna be soon they're probably gonna be I wouldn't say the only but I mean they're they're gonna be on top for a right. long. Long time. Right, they're just gonna, you know, they're gonna keep, they're gonna keep absorbing all this stuff, and it's gonna become like, you know, it's just gonna be, it's gonna be insane. So, yeah, that's that's our thoughts on the uh, Disney and Fox deal. It's going through. Let us know what you think about that. Next, we will get into our another big. Uh, this is we've been talking about this all week. You know, more more so more so myself, but um, big problem in the like social media you know movies movies and television social media is that a lot of stars are deleting their deleting their uh their like you know social medias because of harassment and this this is this is nothing new this has been happening for a while now 
it it happened. I think it happened like a couple years ago with um, damn it, what's her name? What's the chick from Go? Who was in the Ghostbusters remake? Uh, no, no, Leslie Leslie Jones. I think I think oh, that's her name. Yeah, Leslie Jones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She deleted her her Instagram. I think after you know during the whole you know uh, Ghostbusters thing, she deleted her Instagram because of racial racial comments and stuff like that. And then um, a couple of weeks ago, we actually had we we did a story of how Kelly Marie Tran deleted deleted her Instagram, you know, from the harassment from Star Wars fans. We'll get into that a little bit later with our next you know, our next bit of news. But then recently, last week, Millie Bobby Brown deleted her Twitter account after harassment and bullying from from I won't even call them fans. But I'm just using, you know, from bullies, I say. I'll just call them bullies. And this is like, I've been speaking about this all week because this is, stuff like this infuriates me because I don't know why people or fans are even mad at Millie Bobby Brown. But first of all, this is a kid. Second of all, this is a female. And it's just like, I don't see... What I don't get what people get, you know, how people get off on just bullying everyone and everyone who's it's like and it makes you scared to want to be involved in, you know, in in social media and in like movies because you're always you're constantly going to get some sort of backlash. And I remember I remember, you know, as far as your your YouTube page, I, I remember with your YouTube page, how. If someone, you know, I it was crazy because you, you can it doesn't matter who you are, how big or how how small you are, people will find some shit to like to to just harass people on. And I saw that on your page, uh, you know, when you did your Deadpool two review, yeah, people yeah. were just so critical and so like like who's this fucking guy? And I'm just like like damn, either listen to it or get out. Why do you have to yeah. put? A distasteful comment, and it's just like guys like um one of my favorite YouTubers um Jeremy Johns deleted his Twitter was it Twitter? It was Twitter, uh, yeah. Due to a lot of harassment as well, and I'm just like, this is this is nuts, you know. People, people, you know, movies and YouTube and television, people go to this. It, it's an art, so people, you know, do this as an escape. And it's it doesn't it doesn't become an escape anymore if you're going into it and you're getting harassed and bullied for doing the things that you love. You know what I'm saying? So, what are your yeah. thoughts on Millie Bobby Brown, the whole Millie Bobby Brown story, and everything else on that? Yeah, I don't I don't think anybody should be harassed or bullied on social media. Um, the whole Jeremy Johns thing, though, I know you're going to disagree with me on this. Yeah, he shouldn't have, he shouldn't have gotten the harassment that he deserved, but uh, or that, I shouldn't say that, but he didn't deserve, uh, but, um, but I mean, when I look at it with him, like, he kind of brought it on himself, though, because he always posted controversial tweets, he always posted controversial stories, he was always trying to be, like, to me at least, he was always trying to be, like, someone who was bigger than, like, he, he thought he had a big ego, I think, so, like, he was always trying to be somebody who was bigger, but I mean, still, at the same time, that doesn't warrant harassment, like, I get it, I get that that's, who he is, and because he's huge, like, I think, I think it gets to him a, a lot more, so that's why he's gonna post that controversial stuff, I think, I think what set it off with people with him was, like, his, his Last Jedi stuff, how he was, like, yeah, you know, he was posting with Snoke, like, I got angry about it, but I'm, like, I'm not over there ripping him apart, though, on right. social media, right. like, I'm just saying it to myself, like, I'm just, like, I don't get, like, why this guy, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't get why this guy can't accept change in the Star Wars uh, universe, like, he's treating The Last Jedi like it's part of the prequels, but I mean, I'm not gonna say that to him on Twitter, though, you know? Right. My, I guess my, my thought, I guess, um, cause we, we, we did have a little debate on that, and it's because people can, people can disagree, I, I believe that you know, the best conversations is where you can agree and disagree. Yeah. And I feel yeah. if someone has a, an opinion about a movie, whatever movie it is, like, for instance, our opinion last night, 
you know, com- uh, could be completely different to other people's opinions about Jurassic World, um, yeah. Fallen Kingdom. So, if I didn't like the movie, I'm not going to hold back and say, hey, guys, you know, I kind of didn't like it. If I didn't like the movie, and if I didn't feel like, and, and, and if I felt like there were a lot of problems with it, I, then I'm going to come out and say that there was a lot of problems with it. I'm not going to hold back because fans don't believe that I should be saying that. You know, it's, it's like saying, like, who are you to tell me how I'm supposed to feel about about this film? If I didn't like it, I didn't like it. You know, if, if it wasn't my thing, it wasn't my thing. Last Jedi, like I said before, I thought it was good. Thought it, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't think it was amazing, but I thought it was good. I thought it was a good movie. So, But if someone comes to me like, yeah, like, you know, I just didn't like how this was different from that thing and that was different from I would be like, okay. Okay, I'm not going to be like, hey, listen, asshole, you don't get it. You don't understand, you know, you you suck for not, like, you know, yeah. not liking it. Like, this, how does that sound, you know? And I it's think, just like, I, yeah. I, I think that's kind of Jeremy Johns' problem, though, because it's like, it's like, yeah, they shouldn't be harassing him on Twitter, but it's like, when they are, it's like, he, from what I saw, he was at least, like, trying to... Like make it look like his opinion was right and his and his opinion was the only one that was right. And that that's that's where I'm saying like he kind of brought it on himself. You know that's that's where I get from that. Like no, he didn't deserve the harassment. I mean, where he's saying stuff like that, where it's like oh like but my opinion's like right and like he's just trying he's posting all this controversial s- stuff about it, like trying to prove why he's right. Like yeah, like you're you're proving to yourself why you're right, but not everybody's going to agree with you. Like, you can't force people to agree with you, and I think that's what he was trying to do. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree with that. I agree with, like, the, the last part as far as you can't force people to agree with you. I don't know what happened as far as him. I don't have a Twitter. This is one of the reasons yeah, why... Yeah, this is. Yeah. This is one of the I reasons why... I just heard about it. Right. I just heard about it, like, last week. Right. This is one of the so. reasons why I don't have a Twitter, and, like, because I'm seeing all these stories, and... You know, I'm trying to be like, hey, you know, I know we have to be, we have to do a Twitter for our page, but I'm just like, why would I want to do a Twitter if there's just so much hate, hatred, and and you you can get hatred, hatred like you know passed along on Twitter more than like Facebook and stuff like that, you know. So it's just like, I don't know, just Twitter seems very toxic, and social media is always gonna be toxic because there's toxic people. So it's just yeah, I and I I just like. I don't know. So, like, back to Millie Bobby Brown, it's just, with her, I don't know, and she wasn't at the movie awards on Monday from MTV, and she had to be on, she was, like, on screen accepting one of the awards, and I'm just, like, I know she, she they claim that she's injured, but I just hope it's not a bigger issue, the fact that she doesn't want to come out the house and not be involved yeah. with life because I'm getting bullied everywhere I go, and it's just, that's what, that's what comes with fame, and, like, you know, people want fame so bad, and then they get it, and then it's just like you deal with so much more hate than you ever dealt with before, right? So it's just like it's like a win-win, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just it's it gets really tough at sometimes, and it gets really like you know it, it and it get and like f- from the outside looking in, I'm just like, damn, these poor people, you know what I mean? And and it's just it's 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 crazy. So. We'll move on from that because we do have a lot to pack in today. We'll move on to some more toxic fan basing. And that will be the fact that Lucasfilm announced, kind of announced, but that the uh, Star Wars, the Star Wars, the Star Wars, wow. <laughs> they announced that the Star Wars, um, like, uh, what, what would you, like, like, like spinoff films are going to be on hold. Yeah, um, the anthology series. Yeah, they're going to be on hold, like, they said, like, in the statements from, like, Collider, it said that the A Star Wars Story spinoffs are going to be on hold for a while, you know, and, you know, from Lucasfilm, and they're not going to, they're not going to put, you know, put stuff out for a while, because they, I think, clearly, after something, after something like this, after an announcement, I think it was the, the failure that Solo was in the box office, and, you know, Critically, it wasn't really critically acclaimed, but it wasn't like a lot of people disliked it. A lot of people liked it or disliked it. So it's like they put all those movies on hold, meaning like they had the Boba the Boba Fett movie is on hold, um, the Obi Wan movie is on hold. 
a lot of those spin-off the uh, uh, Lando, a lot of, a lot of those spin-off movie spin-off movies are on hold by Lucasfilm and they're just going to focus on the uh, the tr- upcoming trilogy and they're going to focus on finishing off this you know this current trilogy episode 9. So that seems to be the focus over there at Lucasfilm and I'm I'm very intrigued to get your thoughts on all that. Um yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's the solo, um, the performance of Solo at the box office. I also think it's just because there's too many people out there that hate The Last Jedi still. Like, the hate for that movie, I don't think is ever going away, which is a sad thing. Um, but, uh, I mean, I think I think inevitably you are going to have to hold off on the anthology films, because you can't release a Star Wars film every year. Everybody's going to get Star Wars fatigue. Uh, so, I mean, just concentrate on what's working now. That happens to be... It happens to be the trilogy. I'm not saying that the two anthology films that they released have been bad, because I really liked Rogue One. I really liked Solo. Um, but just focus. I would say just just put your focus on one thing for now. Um, I'm curious uh, to know. Uh, I know that uh, they said they're finishing up. They're focusing on Episode Nine and then the the next trilogy, which will probably be Ten, Eleven, and Twelve. Uh, one thing that stuck out to me in that announcement is they said they didn't say anything about Ryan Johnson's trilogy being on hold. So all you people that are hating Ryan Johnson and hating the last Jedi, well, sorry, he's still getting a trilogy and it doesn't sound like it's on hold. Um, I, I, I don't, I, you know what I know? I noticed that they didn't, they announced his trilogy months ago. And I noticed that after last Jedi and everything, and after all that backlash, they didn't mention that trilogy ever again. And they're just like, you know, this, you even mentioned Ryan Johnson's name and it's come, it's, it, it comes with so much backlash and hatred. I almost kind of wish this is for the sake of Ryan Johnson, uh, you know, as a person, especially with the last topic we were just talking about. I honestly, for me, I think he should step away from Star Wars and do something else because I feel like. He's going to turn into the Joss Whedon, and he's going to get burnt out, and he's going to get burnt out by a lot of hatred, and he's going to get burnt out by the fan base. I don't th- I don't think that's that's good for anyone's health. And I think, you yeah. know, I I'm not but I'm not saying he should step away because I think he was, you know, his last the last Jedi was bad. I'm saying he should step away because I I, I don't think I don't think doing more Star Wars films is the right choice, especially after all of this, is because no one, after The Last Jedi, no one is going to give your movie, none of these fans, I am, but none of these fans are ever going to, like, none of these fans are ever going to give you a chance again, and you know what I'm saying, none of these fans, and you saw what happened with Solo, if they didn't like the last film, they're just, they're not showing up, and it's not happening, and so, I feel like if Ryan Johnson comes up and he's like, Hey, I made the Star Wars film and I feel like after everything that happened, no one's gonna go because it's like Ryan Johnson? You mean the guy that, that fucked up my childhood and my life? I'm not going. No. And 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 that's what it is. It's gonna happen. And that's and I, that's what I don't want for him and for his sanity. And I this happened to, and the reason why I mentioned Joss Whedon is because this happened this uh, this, this kind of thing happened with him. And Age of Ultron I thought it was a good film but a lot of the a lot of some, a lot of fans didn't like where that you know where that story went to, and a lot of fans you know were given a you know minor backlash to Joss Whedon. Like Joss Whedon, you kind of ruined this film. You know, you ruined what 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 was this? And that's why like the Russo brothers became the focal the focal directors of the Avengers and Marvel as a whole. And with jo- and then Joss Whedon was signed on for Justice League, and immediately it was like, oh, you mean the guy who like messed up Avengers? You know, it's just like, so I'm just like, I don't want that for Ryan Johnson. So I think Ryan Johnson, you know how to make great films. Looper was amazing. I do your own yeah. thing. Do your own thing, pal, for the sake of your sanity. Yeah, yeah. People, people are just big whiny crybabies. There's no middle ground anymore. Right. Um, it's 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 either it sucks or it doesn't suck. Right. Uh, there's no, there's nothing in between. Even if you just say you like it, people will tear you apart. Like if you say you like the Last Jedi, people will tear you apart. If you say you didn't really like it, people will tear you apart. Right. If you say you hated it, people will love you. If you say you loved it, people will definitely, definitely tear you apart. It's insane, right? So I just, yeah, that's my opinion on that. So yeah. All right. So next topic we're gonna get into today will be 
the uh, weekend box office. This weekend, we had a really good weekend. Opening this week, I mean, last weekend was The Incredibles 2. And of course, at number one this weekend was The Incredibles 2, making a record breaking $182 million. Oof. Oof. Like. That's a lot of dough. That's a lot of cash. They made $182 million, which is the highest grossing. Highest grossing um Pixar film. It beat out Finding Dory. I think Finding Dory was like one fifty five. And then before that it was like uh Toy Story. But it, it's it's also the highest grossing for any animated movie ever. So uh it was like, you know, after before this it was Finding Dory and then like Shrek the Third or something like that. But what? I, I know. Please, please. I didn't. I didn't. Make, I didn't. Make, I don't make this stuff up. Okay. Shrek but, three sucks. It was one of the Shreks. I think it was Shrek the third, though. I really do think it was. But yeah, uh, Incredibles two kicked ass this weekend, like I thought it was going to. But it made one hundred eighty two million. At number two, Ocean's eight is still hanging in there. It made eighteen million. Um, yes. It was in four thousand plus theaters again for its second weekend. Number three is kind of like a surprise hit. Number three was Tag, which made um, fourteen million in the box office, and it was in less than four thousand theaters, but it's still making a good amount of chunk. You know, a good chunk of money. Um, number four, we had your favorite film, Solo: A Star Wars Story, which made ten million in the box office. And then number rounding up the number five was Deadpool two, making eight million dollars to add to the two hundred ninety four million dollar total gross domestically. And yeah, opening movies like Superfly fell down to number six spot, making only six million. Uh, Race three, what made one million at the number twelve? How is that? <laughs> That's why I said what. <laughs> the number the number twelfth spot was race three, number eleven spot in its opening weekend. And the only reason why I'm saying this movie is because I'm petty and because you know the the creators of the, of this movie are blaming the critics for their failing box office. Gotti made one million dollars. That's it. That's about it. That's it. Probably yeah. didn't even deserve the million. That's it. And, it, and it, and it's crazy how it made one million dollars and it was beaten by movies by a, like a drift. You know, in, in yeah. its in its fourth in its fourth weekend, and it was beaten by A Wrinkle in Time in its fifteenth weekend. This wow, yeah, the move. The reason why it got the so guys, the reason why I brought up that I'm being petty about Gotti was because the you know the the creators of that movie and the writers or whoever the fuck they are attacking critics for their bad like Rotten Tomatoes score and the box office. And they're saying things like, you know, you guys don't understand fan movies. And, you know, I love it when this comes up when a movie is, like, like really low on a tomato meter. Because you, you hear the you hear people like, oh, who cares about Rotten Tomatoes and all that type of stuff. Clearly you do. If it's, you know, yeah. if, if it's affecting you so much, clearly you do. And it's like, yeah. people are making Rotten Tomatoes to seem like it's this toxic, you know, uh, if the movie is bad... And motherfuckers is gonna tell you it's bad if the movie's and, and it's like you don't even have a fight to you know you don't even have a anything to argue over because it got zero percent. That means that no one liked the movie, like yeah. that. And I hate the whole in the and like the uh, the creator. I, I think it was I forget. I don't know if it was the director of the Wasn't movie. Wasn't it like the costume designer or something? Well, something and he was like he said. Oh, you know, leave these movies to fans, and you know they're not made for you trolls behind the keyboard. I'm like, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. That's I'm a, us. Like, I'm a critic. I'm not behind yeah. a keyboard. You know, I'm a I'm a, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a regular human being. And now I kind of want to go see Gotti so I can come back and shit all over it because <laughs> if a movie has zero percent, that means most likely it's horrible. And you know. Yeah. What's crazy about zero zero percent? Movies like Mall Cop Two got about that got about that range. Movies like Grown Ups Two has gotten about that range. Movies like Texas Chainsaw, the movie, the one with Chain, the the one with Trey Songs back a couple years ago got like twelve. Fan Four Stick got like twelve. My point is, 
every single one of those movies were horrible. Okay, so there's not there's not one five percent movie that's good. Oh, I cannot wait to see some someone show me that movie. There's not one movie that's that low on the, on the tomato meter that's ever good. So take the L, take the L, take it like a man, and deal with yeah, it. Take, and make another movie. Take, you know what I mean? Take it to heart. Yeah, I mean your your movie probably sucks because you have a bad director, oh. bad writing. Oh. Not to mention John Travolta hasn't made a good movie in like twenty thousand years. Right, and it's just like so. I, I just, I can't stand it. And, you know, what started this whole Rotten Tomatoes war was the DCEU with Batman vs. Superman. And yep. Batman vs. Superman, we can talk about this day in and day out. It wasn't great. I thought of those parts of it that were, that, were, that were pretty interesting that I liked. I thought there were parts in it that I liked. But if a movie is bad and critics are, you know, critics, what I want to get out is that critics are not these bots. They're not, like, critics are people. They're regular, they're movie-going fans, and they love film, and they study film, and they watch a movie, they watch, like, five movies a day, like us, like you and me. You know, if you're yeah. listening to this podcast, that must mean that you you love movies. And you're gonna tell me that because I say a movie's horrible, that, that, that you know, I don't understand movies? No, that means it's horrible. You know, it sucks. So, yeah. It's just, yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts on yeah, the, I, uh, on, I, on all I that? I, I agree with you. Uh, dude, like, I mean, dude, like you said, just take the L and move on. Like Exactly, every, move on. <laughs> every, like, every filmmaker is going to make a shit movie. You think Steven Spielberg makes critically acclaimed movies every time? Right, and it, it's just, it's frustrating. And going back to the DCEU... What I thought was so funny, and I even I think I wrote this, I wrote I wrote a comment down in Rot in Rotten Tomatoes like um comment section. So when Batman vs Superman and when Suicide Squad came out and critics ripped it apart, fans were like boycott uh, Rotten Tomatoes, do this with Rotten Tomatoes, Rotten Tomatoes should be shut down, blah 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 blah. Listen, as soon as Wonder Woman got that ninety something percent. These fuckers were quiet. They were, yeah, qu- exactly. <laughs> they were, they were, they were. It was like a, it was silence, they, silence. They and they, I, they, and then they, I remember going online, and Rotten Tomatoes was like, "Hey, Wonder Woman is at a 92 percent." And I, and I, and I commented like, "Where are all those fans now who said Rotten Tomatoes yeah, should exactly. be banned?" You know, now exactly. you, now you got the ninety twos and whatnot, and now you're, and and now you're satisfied. Then they came back for Justice League. Yeah, and they, those same fans came back for Justice League, and they were pissed again. So it's just, it's laughable at this point. Rotten Tomatoes and, you know, m- movie uh, review sites like that aren't going anywhere. If you're a movie creator and your movie took that big of an L and took that big took that big of an, you know, uh, of an epic score or whatever, then just take it and move on, right? So... Yeah, let's... if if it affects them that much, then why are they even watching movies in the first place? I don't know. It's just or it's frustrating. Or right, them. it's just frustrating. So, back to the box office. Incredibles two did amazing. What are your thoughts on Incredibles two blowing out the the records this weekend? Ah, uh, doesn't surprise me. We waited fourteen years for that movie, so I mean, it was a given, right? It was, yeah, it was a given. It was one of the most anticipated Pixar films ever. Exactly, uh, probably, I agree. Probably right behind. Toy Story 2 and 3. Um, right. So, I mean, everybody waited for that. Everybody wanted to go see it. That's the one we've been asking for. We mm-hmm. finally got it, and it's here. So, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Um, where did Where did Infinity War uh, rank? Just curious. Uh, over the weekend? Let me see. That's my trusty, you know, trusty handbook comes into play. Uh, Infinity War topped at number 8. Made five million over the weekend, so it beat out Gotti. It of course, it, of course, like yeah. If 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 Book Club and Adrift and Superfly, Superfly looked horrible, by the way. If yeah, well, those, <laughs> I, I know it's a remake, but, but you know, if about. if those um, movies did better than Gotti, of course, Avengers did. Unless Avengers yeah. was at like his fifteenth or like 25th, 25th weekend or something, you know. But Dude, it'll still it'll still be raking in millions then. Right. It's just um. You know, you know, box office is 
is really interesting. I'm like scrolling down the list of like, you know, in the 40s and 30s and 20s. And hey, at number 27 is Black Panther. <laughs> and it's on Blu-ray. Right. At number 21 is A Quiet Place. So that's kind of cool. Um, Which is coming out on Blu-ray. Exactly. And number 16, uh, Upgrade is trying to hang in there. It's trying to hang in there. And I heard good things yeah. about the movie, so I'm kind of bummed out that it's not doing better. Yeah, I haven't gotten a chance to see it yet. That's right. movie. Right. My Hereditary came in at number seven with um, $6 million. So that's good for nice. Hereditary. So, yep. yeah. Um, we'll get into another another uh, topic after this. So, speaking of box office, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, the tracking for the movie coming up in about two weeks. is It's tracking a little bit better than the first film, um, Ant-Man. And... It's about it's in it's in the range of seventy five to ninety million. So before I get your thoughts on this, is I don't I don't think this movie's gonna blow away box office. I just don't, and I don't think it's gonna exceed as much as people think it is. I mean, I hope it does because that means like you know score another score another one for the MCU. But it's just I don't see this movie doing that well, and I think it's. And I think they should have, you know, released it. Like you already have your summer, your summer blockbuster, you know, and, and you kind of are in MCU. You kind of already, you kind of had two summer blockbusters because Black Panther held over for months, and Infinity War is this, is your summer blockbuster that you needed. You did not need that. It's just it's 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 being greedy at this point, you know, to have another you know, summer movie, when this could have easily been, like, a November, or, like, a, or, like, a October film, you know, it could have, it could have easily been one of those films, and, and blew away box office, Thor Ragnarok came out in November, and it made, and it made 117 million opening weekend, and, no, actually, it made 121 million opening weekend, and that was months after Spider-Man, Spider-Man was, what, July, I believe? Yeah, I Homecoming. Think it, was. it was July, and that made one seventeen. And then a couple months before that, in like a May, was Guardians two. And I don't mind Marvel, Marvel with the two blockbusters, or the, or like you know, I like the span of like February, May, and then like October. You know, it's a nice little gap. I think February, May, July is way too clustered, and it's way too soon. And I literally like, I literally like, I was when I was seeing Ocean's eight. There was a girl next to me, um, and she and like they showed the trailer for it, and she was like, "Another Marvel movie already?" And I was like, "Damn, that's not a good sign." You know what I mean? So it's just like, it's it, it feels way too soon. So what are your thoughts on that? On that? On the uh, that whole story? I mean, yeah, it might be a little bit too soon. People might be fatigued from Infinity War, especially after that ending with Infinity War. Right. Right. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm not expecting an Ant Man movie to blow away the box office anyway. It's Ant Man. Um, I mean, I, I think I, I think you can bank on it making like at least 500 to 600 million worldwide. Uh, and I think I think for an Ant Man movie, Marvel Marvel will consider that a win. I think it's really going to depend on the the critical reception though because if it gets really good reviews people are going to rush out to see it right that's away. a good point and so i guess i you know i guess i don't know because i i guess like after ant-man and the wasp we have a huge gap for mcu's film until captain marvel everyone knows how excited i am for that movie but i just feel like the whole mcu would would like mesh well mesh met like would mesh better if this movie was like if this movie was released later on this year, I don't think I I, I just don't I, I don't know I just I am rooting for it and I hope it does do well. I think if it made like ninety million ninety five, I think that that's a I think that's good and that's good for an yeah. Ant Man. It's good for an Ant Man film definitely because the first one was like in the sixty fives, you know. So yeah. So yeah. So you know I I'm excited for it. I guess we'll see how it goes. Um, you know, one of the reasons why I'm excited for it, maybe the only reason why I'm excited for it, is because I know the end credit scene is gonna be someone getting dusted. You know, like, like Infinity War. I just know it, and that's what that's what I'm waiting for, honestly. Yeah. So probably. Yeah. I think. I think. Because uh, the trailers have shown that this character Ghost is kind of portrayed as the villain. I think Michelle Pfeiffer uh, is gonna be the villain. 
Yeah, I think you know they've been re- they've been really hush hush about her character, and and you all know she she plays the she plays the first wasp, but uh-huh. I do think it's gonna end up with her being in that quantum realm, and it's gonna be her as the villain coming out of it out of the film. But I think as far as dusting, I think I think a little speculation for Avengers four, uh, I think the wasp and his daughter is gonna get dusted at the end. And I yeah, think, think so? and I think that's when he is pissed, and then that's when he goes and helps the Avengers, you know, figure this shit out. But I do I think, think Hank, yeah, I think Hank Pym's gonna get dusted. You think they're all I gonna think get he's dusted? He's gonna disintegrate. Right. Yeah. I think, it, but I think the important ones is gonna be is gonna be the Wasp and his daughter. And I think, and I think, and people were talking about, oh, well, how do you fit in Hawkeye? And with Hawkeye, it's definitely gonna be his family. Who gets yeah. dusted? So you know, I'm interested in seeing how that goes. That's probably one of the only reasons why I'm really like, okay, let's see Ant Man and the Wasp. But other than that, I I think it's hopefully it does do well. I just think it's too soon to for it for it to be released. But we'll move on to some other superhero news, and that's for the other side of of um, comic book movies, and that is the DCEU. Um, they shared uh, Entertainment Weekly. Gave us a lot of backs, you know, backstage footage. Well, not footage, backstage, you know, photos and like shots of the upcoming Aquaman movie. And they, for to me, they all look fantastic. And it's and it's getting, it's getting me excited about the film because first you have a great director behind it. You got some pretty quality actors behind it, and the look of the movie so far and just in just these shots alone. I just like I'm you know I'm getting excited about it and when they announced that this movie was going to be the one after Justice League I was a little skeptical but you know going into it and getting closer to the trailer I'm really pumped for it so what are your thoughts Uh those entertainment weekly photos did not do anything for me mm-hmm. Um especially the one with Patrick Wilson like he he looks silly I'm sorry like he looks silly Um so, I mean, I need to see a trailer first before I judge. I can't judge it based on, uh, what you want to call it, uh, pictures. Well, uh, I got to see, see the actual trailer first. Well, I, I sure as hell judge Shazam after those pictures. That looks horrible. Shazam looks bad. And just for the pictures alone, his costume, what he's doing, why is he like, why is he like slurping a, a slushy? It, it just looks, it that looks horrible. But I thought... One of the shots that, you know, really stood out for me, there was two shots that I thought that was really good from the Aquaman trailer, was the shot of Atlantis looks really nice, beautiful. Um, when they when it's like an underwater shot of, of the Seven Kings of Atlantis, that looks nice. Yeah. There was also a shot of behind the scene, it was a behind the scene shot of Amber Heard as Mara, uh, Aquaman and James Wan, you know, and I saw the set and the color palette was all blue. And I'm like, yo, that's going to be a cool looking way to not, you know, always be in the water. It just, you know, just to have this setting of blue and everything is like, you know, to give you like the, you know, illusion that we're underwater. And I don't know. I just feel like James Wan is going to pull something out of the hat really. And, and it's going to be amazing. If it's not, then oof. But, you know, I, I have a lot of faith. I do have a lot of faith in James Wan because he's one of my favorite directors out there. And I'm excited to see what he does. So yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like it's gonna be a case where they just make Mira a sex object. That's what she looks like. It's Amber Heard. We all know Amber Heard just wants to look sexy and pretty, you know. So I mean, I think I, I feel like that's what they're gonna try and do. Unfortunately, but I think I think it will be a well-directed movie. I think it'll be a well-shot movie. James Wan definitely knows what he's doing if he gets full creative control and warner brothers aren't douchebags and they don't interfere and fuck up his movie i think i think it can be a decent to good movie right that's um because you know what they do do well is you know most of their solo films over their team-up films so yeah what's getting me excited is that it is a is a solo film and it's on a and it's on you know, one character and all that stuff. So I'm just, you know, I have faith in it. I have faith to see how it comes out. Um, I'm, and I, I think Disney and Star Wars should learn from this because Justice League had some of the some of the craziest backlash. You know, after that film, and it was warranted. 
Don't get me wrong. It was very warranted. But you know what's good about that? Is that their next movie wasn't until like a complete year after. Not like two. Can you imagine if this was coming out? If, if Aquaman came out in like in like January, February? A mess. It, it wouldn't, nobody would even give it a chance. So I'm glad that they're, they waited a whole year. And they're getting some in, 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 in anticipation out of it, and they're you know they're they're slowly showing they're slowly showing some marketing with photos, and then the trailer's gonna be at San Diego Comic Con, so we'll look forward to that. So yeah, so other news, we'll get into our fast track news section. We will we had the Creed two trailer drop today with Michael B. Jordan and um, Sylvester Stallone and. Tessa Thompson returning for their um, original roles in the first film. It was more of a teaser trailer, but it looked okay. Uh, n- some more fast track news is um, Chris Hard Chris Hardwick, uh, host of Talking Dead and, and founder of of the entertainment website Nerdist, um, has been removed from both um, both both um, aspects. He's been removed from Talking Dead and Ner- Nerdist after abuse allegations. That's really hard to hear because he's one of my favorite on TV host so i'm just like damn what the hell's happening with this world and then we also have we also had on monday the mtv movie awards and a little recap was that black panther won everything and stranger things <laughs> stranger stranger things that's, won everything that's, that's, that's a great recap yeah, that that's what, it what, that's what, that's all what, we need what yeah what won uh black panther yeah, right what else? Nah, that's, that's it. That's it. Just Black Panther. That's about it. It literally won. It won Best Hero, Chadwick Boseman. Best Villain, Michael B. Jordan. Best Movie, Black Panther. Best Director, I think, Black Panther. And then, like, um, you know, and then, like, Stranger Things, great show. That won, like, Best, like, you know, Team or Squad. You know, MTV Movie Awards. No one takes it, no one takes it seriously. I am glad, though. I am. I am glad that the MTV Movie Award is no longer the the laughing stock of the movie awards, like how it used to be back in like oh nine and oh ten and you know two thousand eleven. Because the movies that were being nominated for Best Picture or Best Movie were was movies like Twilight and yeah. and, and and Divergent and <laughs> and <laughs> there was a time when the MTV MTV Movie Awards was was so horrible and guys twilight won every single year that it was nominated could that's you, why we have the razzies could could you imagine could you imagine going into the mtv movie awards this year and these fuckers have the nerve to be like best movie of the year 50 shades freed what dude i i would literally start punching babies if like that what like so I'm just glad that they got their shit together and put some quality movies out there. Like I know, I know, best movie. The one movie that 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 was like really wise in this category was Girls Trip. Okay, you know, but like yeah. they put like you know it was a it was Infinity War, Black Panther, I think Wonder Woman from last year. Then like I think it was in there. I mean, those are like those are just like it's a fun awards show made for like fans. But I'm just glad yeah. we're not in the era where fucking movies like Twilight is getting nominated for anything. So yeah, that's why that's why we have the Golden Raspberry for worst movies of the year. Exactly. So I don't know. I, they used to do some fucked up shit. MTV Movies Award, Movie Awards. So that is our fast track news. Now we're gonna we're gonna speed through um, the television news rundown for the week. Lucifer that got canceled by Fox was actually saved by Netflix, and I guess you know Netflix came in and said, "Hey, we'll take you." And I'm and I, I hear a lot of praise from Netflix after doing this because a lot of fans were very sad that the movie got canceled. But Fox Fox plays no games and Fox if you're not doing Fox numbers, they get rid of you quick. Yeah. So Yep, that's that's what they did with Brooklyn Nine Nine. So. Yeah, yeah. But they got picked up, right? By ABC, I think. NBC, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they got picked up. Good 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 on them. I know you're a huge fan on that show, so yeah. 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 So, some more television news. John Bernthal will be returning to The Walking Dead. I don't know why. He died in the first, like, season. Second season, I think. And I was talking to you about this. And I was like, this, this is definitely just a Hail Mary from AMC to get more viewers. I don't think it's yeah, going to work. But, no, yeah. It's, it's an act of desperation. Because they know that they... 
they're like, they fucked up so much on season eight where they lost half their viewers. And they're like, well, we got to get our viewers back. So let's just bring Shane back. Yeah. It, and doesn't, it's just, work. it doesn't work like that. Right. No. And I can see them down the road to it. Like season 15. Hey guys, guess who's returning for the walking dead? Uh, uh, Glenn, Glenn's back. Hello. <laughs> Glenn! <laughs> Hello. Anyone? Glenn? No, no one cares. <laughs> so should we get, should we just cancel the show? Yeah, okay, but yeah, I don't Dude, really that's, care. That's like that's like if Laurie came back in like season twenty. Right, like I don't I don't care if the John Birdall's back. Listen, I like I love me some John Birdall. He's been killing it as the Punisher, and he killed in a Baby Driver. I I, I love yeah. this man, but just why you, The Walking Dead was was dead and behind you. Why are you returning to the show? I hope it's a flashback. I hope that's what all that's all it is. I, uh, that's just I, what I hope. But the Walking. The Walking Dead is a show that is Walking Dead. It literally, like, the last couple of seasons have just not been good. And Rick's leaving, you know, um, Andrew Lincoln, he's, 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 he's splitting. And it's just, like, Lauren Cohan, I, I feel like, you know, Lauren Cohan has some movies coming out. So I feel like soon she'll be splitting. Denai Guerrero, oof, Denai Guerrero's already halfway out the door. Because this chick, you know what she has? She has Avengers. And Avengers money is way more nicer than Walking Dead money. Okay, that's just yeah. straight up. Avengers money and Black Panther money is 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 way more valuable than Walking Dead money. So, so she might put down the sword and might get that get that spear, you know, for a long for the long for the long run. And I wouldn't blame her. You know, go do your thing, girl. She's been great lately. So, some more movie, some more television news from the week. We uh, Luke Cage season two streams this Friday. As a fan of the first season and seeing the trailers of the second season, this does not look good to me, but I am going to watch it with an open mind. And yep, that's that. Uh, another another big, not really big news, but something that I've noticed is I wanted to give a first reaction to the show on YouTube Red called Impulse. And I didn't realize, you know, until I watched it, is that it's literally like a prequel to the Jumper movie. And is that stop, why you stop, were stop, asking stop, me stop, about stop, Jumper? Stop, 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 Because I know you're gonna, I know you're gonna shit all over it before, before I even talk. I know you are. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't gonna say. It. I was, I was just gonna say. Is that why you were asking me about Jumper last night? That's why, because I started watching Impulse, and the first scene is like, like you know, their people are fighting and they're jumping. I'm like, wait, this looks oddly familiar. And then I go to the YouTube comments, and, they, and then there was, like, some guy was like, you know, I love the jumper vibes in this show. And then that's when someone commented on that, and she was like, yeah, it's based on the, sec on the third book of the jumper series. I was like, really? And then I looked it up. I did some research, and literally, yeah, the first book is called Jumper. Second book, second book is called Something Else. I didn't really pay, pay attention. And the third book is called Impulse. And, oh, and, wow. and it's what the show is based off. And and look, I own Jumper upstairs. Listen, okay? But I own Jumper upstairs. And uh -oh. you, hey, listen, I see, I've seen some shit in your pile of movies. I know. Dude, we all, <laughs> we all own shit. We all, we all own shit, so we'll own up to it. But I've seen Jumper a gajillion times. And I, I do, I do, don't, I, the story is horrendous. Okay? The acting is horrendous. But... When when them fuckers start jumping, it's cool, okay? It's cool, all right. And, and and you know, I'll take Nick Fury and some gold hair and some electric, you know, uh, electrocution, and I I dug it for those parts. But you know, the Dude, story. Is Samuel is Samuel L in that movie? Yeah, he is in Jumper. Yeah, I don't even remember. He's yeah, the villain. He plays the villain. Yeah. Dude, it came out in 2008, and I saw it when it came out on DVD, so I right. haven't seen it for almost like 10 years. Right, I have it upstairs, and I I enjoyed that movie for what it was. The acting and the story were not good. Hayden Christensen was sleeping the entire movie, but... When isn't he? Right, yeah, I, I, I do think, you know, with today's day and age of superheroes and stuff like that, I think if they remade that, that movie with a complete different cast and new story, new director, and some money behind it, it could be a really, really well-done film. I do. Because, I, think it would, because, I think it would be an entertaining movie. Exactly, because the show, the show, like, it's it's really well shot, and it's really like, you know, I watched the first two episodes, and I'm like, and I'm, I'm really intrigued, because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those, like, hardcore Jumper fans. Like, I know the movie was bad, but I just loved the... I guess I, I guess I'm. I'll say like I love the the you know the store like 
the powers, and you know, I love that it was, you know, I just think it's cool, so I'm excited that in, in a way, it's back in a new series, and a new, it's like a television series, and it, it revolves around some this girl, but I was really intrigued, so I suggest you guys go out, if you were a fan of the Jumper movie, that came out in like 2000, fuck, 2007, I believe. 2008. Right. If you were a fan of that movie, some, something like some way, somehow, I would definitely recommend it um, to go check it out. Impulse on YouTube Red. You gotta have an, you have, to, you gotta have a YouTube Red, YouTube Red account to watch. Same thing with Cobra Kai. But yeah, so that is our television news rundown for the week. Now we're gonna get into some closing segments. We had a pretty short show today. I thought it was gonna be longer, but it's definitely, wow. definitely, definitely shorter than what we what we've done in the past. Oof. But we're gonna end it with our, you know, we're gonna end up with some more segments and some more things of what's coming up this week. We have our movie poll list. Alex, what do we got for the week? All right, coming out on Blu-ray and DVD and 4K this week, we have Pacific Rim Uprising, starring Finn the Stormtrooper, John Boyega. Uh. uh Scott Eastwood, uh, Audria Arjorna, I don't know the other girl's name in it. Uh, uh, if you ask me, if you ask me, I had fun watching it. It's a movie that's just there to be to sell toys, uh, but I don't remember a single damn thing about it. Uh, also, we have Unsane, uh, that stars Claire Foy. You may know her from The Crown. That's a good um, one. Yeah, I, I haven't watched it yet. Almost picked it up the other day. Hey, uh, hey, hey. Speaking of Claire Claire Foy, right? Sorry to cut you off, but like I just got like a right. spur of the moment. Yeah, There's yep. the trailer that dropped two couple weeks ago with her, you know, the girl in the the girl in the spider's web, and yeah. she looks fucking fantastic in that movie. And yeah, she does. It looks really good, and I'm getting the David Fincher vibe, but I'm not getting a boring movie, which which is all you know is 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 it's what I got from the girl in the dragon tattoo. It's it's way too you long. It was boring? Yes, in part. It's way too long. It could have yeah, been a I solid that, yeah. two hour, five minute movie, but it was like two hours and forty something. Mi- Why? It was it was way too long. So this movie, the the trailer starts off and she's like, it, it's just sick. And and I will tell you, I'll tell you this before I let you, before I let you start going, uh, go back mm-hmm. into the movie pull list. I'll tell you this: watching the trailer on on YouTube on my phone was fun. They showed this trailer before Ocean's Eight. My mom and I were just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna go, go. we're gonna go see that movie, you know, because it looks it looks really really good. So if you guys haven't seen the um the girl in the spider and the, the girl in the spider's web, um if you haven't seen that trailer, I would definitely go check it out. It stars Claire Foy, and she, it looks it looks pretty good. So go ahead, sorry, buddy. Yeah, uh, another actually uh, interesting side note on that. That is not the next book in the girl with the dragon tattoo. It's series. not, yeah. It's like, I think it's like the fourth book, and it's not even by the original author. Right, but it looks good. It looks like a good movie, so yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. So uh, so again, we have Pacific Rim Uprising. Um, we have Unsane with Claire Foy. Uh, I guess that was all shot on like an iPhone 6. Yep. Uh, it's a Steven, Steven Soderbergh movie. Yep. Um, and it looks like that's that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it for uh, big uh, releases for this week. Uh, Halo 4, Forward Unto Dawn, if you want to... You want to watch that? The uh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, that's it for big releases this week. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna be able to do a movie poll list next week, so I'm looking at it right now. It just looks like re-releases. Um, doesn't look like there's anything noteworthy coming out. It just looks like Groundhog Day and all the Mission Impossible movies on 4K. Um, Jack Reacher on 4K next week. Uh, yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing next week. So. Right. So yeah. Thank you for that, Alex. And yeah, we'll end it right there, guys. So thank you for listening to the um, fifth episode of the Cinemania World Podcast. Had a blast doing it. We are here every Wednesday, a good chunk, a good a good hour or so to give you guys our thoughts on the week's movies uh, and television news and reviews. Make sure to tomorrow might be a relaxing day. Alex will be working, so it's just gonna be me. I'll I'll try to upload something, but I don't want to just force it and just come up with some random thing to talk about. But you know, we'll see how tomorrow goes. Friday we have our Cinemania live show where we just take some we take some of your live questions and we we talk about anything we really want to talk about and just hang out. Come hang out with us on Friday. I'll be joined 
by Christina. Once again, we had a lot of feedback from Christina last week. Everyone loved her, you know, which is a given. But will she be back Friday with me? Friday nights, kind of late, so around like maybe like eight o'clock Eastern in in in, in the U.S. So that'll be for Friday this weekend. If we can, we will try to fit in a Jurassic World spoiler review. If we can, if we have the time to. Um, but we will try to do that this weekend where Alex and I can just shit on the movie some more. Uh, next week, look out for another episode, episode six of the Cinemania World podcast. Next week, I, what movies are we seeing next week? I think it's Sicario. Uh, yeah, Sicario's Day of the Soldado. Yeah. We're going to see that Thursday. I'm not going to a screening because you guys know why by now. But that'll be Thursday. Oh, I don't even know. If, I don't even know how we're going to do that because... Next Thursday, guys, is our one year. It's next Thursday is our one year. So oh, they made shit. it right. Dude, yeah, I just dude. realized. <laughs> next, Tell everybody to take the day off. Right or something. Next week is our Cinemania, uh, one year anniversary podcast celebration. I know, I know, it's a lot to take in. I'm gonna say it again. Next week is our one year Cinemania, you know, podcast anniversary celebration people we have been a page and a and a and a, and a fan and a fan base in the community for a year and we're gonna celebrate we're gonna celebrate that next week by saying we're gonna have a every, everyone's gonna be on air hopefully if, if everything goes well it's gonna be me alex christina mitchell from the e3 shows um jeremy another editor on the cinemania page and we're just gonna have a nice group of friends talking about our top five favorite movies of the year so far and then we're going to talk about our top five anticipated movies for the rest of the year so be you know stay tuned for that because that's going to be a massive episode and also go ahead sorry to cut sorry to cut you off are we having a special guest next week I I I, we, I think we are we are having a special guest next week. So we're bringing on Katie McGrath. Hey 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 hey. It's my that that that's my breaking news. Damn it. So <laughs> I pulled out something pretty phenomenal. I don't know how it happened, but it happened. And it, it, hopefully everything goes well so that it does happen. Next week we will have a special guest. The one, the only Katie McGrath from Supergirl on CW. She played in in Merlin. She was in the first Jurassic World. She's one of my favorite one of my favorite shows on Netflix. She was um she starred you know she she was the main star of the movie sl- of the sh- uh, series on Netflix Slasher horror series. Loved it. She did great in that. So we're excited to be having her. It's gonna be a quick interview. Kind of like a Q&A of just um, getting to know more about Katie and stuff. And I'm excited. I'm so pumped. We are all so pumped about what's coming up with the page in the next couple weeks. So stay tuned as we continue to grow. And trust me, we will continue to grow because that is everything and the only thing that is on our mind. So we'll end it right there. Alex, thank you for joining me for another episode. Say bye to the people. Bye-bye. See you later. All right. And we'll end it right there. And remember, guys, movies are your friends. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a good night.